Liverpool FC is hot as hell. United, Tottenham, Arsenal. Watch my list and I will spell. Because they don't just play, but they can rap as well. There we are, and that sound means um, that it's not just a matter of life and death, uh, which is the name of this podcast that we're doing now. What's that? The fourth or the fifth one this now? Come on, everybody. Five. Five. Fifth five. one. Fifth. You're not supposed to talk yet. No. Oh, um, it's Mysterious the fi- it's, you could You could have put your fingers up. <laughs> oh, don't go there. Um, yes, and tonight's show comes to you in association with Ken Demange. Uh, Jan, I haven't used Kendall Monge already, have I? No, good. Um, Jan Kronkamp and Bob Boulder. There Ooh. you are, eh? They're three, three. Do you remember them? Mm-hmm. I remember Kronkamp. Yeah. yeah. Bob, Bob Boulder won a European Cup medal, is not he? Did he? Because yeah. he, he was on the bench in 84. He, he, was, he was always in those um, uh, elderly no, exactly. man competitions. No, exactly. No, he needs oh, exactly. uh, Masters. Yeah, masters, masters, yeah. yeah. Fatty, yeah. sweaty football. Yeah. yeah, which Liverpool have always <laughs> done really well in. Yeah. Bob Boulder's always played. And the two best players are Bob Boulder and John Durnin. John Durnin, who never played he, for the no, 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 nor did Bob Boulder. Because though. it's free substitution. So. I think Jan Mulby tends to shine in that because he does a couple of minutes of gold and then goes, oh, I might have a... A little bit of a pie and a sit down. He's back on again. So tonight's show um, comes in association with those three fine gentlemen. And accompanying me, the voices you may have just heard, if you were listening, were um, Ashley Blaker, the Crown Paints himself, um, Trivia Savant, and the Oracle, we call him. Uh, Hello, Ashley Blaker. Good evening. Lovely. Lovely. Listen to his lovely voice, everybody. And alongside him, Britain's... I'm going to say it again. Britain's <laughs> premier comedian, uh, Bar Davro. Davro's Davro. safe. Um, Gordon Southern's here, a former t- a cheese shop proprietor and um, brilliant uh, comedic mind. <laughs> no pressure. Yeah, cheese shop proprietor. I'm going to have to pick you <clears> up on that. I was in a sketch team called the cheese shop. I never actually sold any. No, yeah, well, milk. It, it, I mean, I'd sort of loosely associating yeah. you know, with the cheese shop. Just wanted to clarify that. Good, thanks for the clarification. It's done. So it's an international week, everybody. That's been brilliant, it's exciting for everybody. Brilliant. Who did, who did England play again? I can't remember. They were, oh, Ukraine. 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 Well, that's if you could get it online. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, to be honest with you, I could. I could go through one of those sort of dodgy um, internet feeds. But I just couldn't be bothered, really, to be honest, because it didn't matter to anybody. And um, England played. They played Ukraine. Uh, Spain played. Who did they play? Come on, everybody. Oh, I didn't know they'd be they played. They played somebody. They played football. They played somebody. There we go. And the important news is that Stephen Gerrard got injured, and so did Torres. Torres, I think, got a knee problem, and Gerrard got that troublesome groin again, was twinged by, by somebody Ukrainian. Which um, is terrible business. So our two best players are injured. That's yeah, the end of our season. Yeah, they need to wind us up. They it's never going to be. Uh, it's never going to be Glenn Johnson. Not that I've got anything against Glenn Johnson. But it's never going to be. Uh, yeah, it's, nev- it's never going to be Johnson or. Um, <laughs> Nobody I, else is I in the know, league. Daniel Agger's fine. No, actually, He's no, no. Insua made his debut, didn't he? He did. Insua for, uh, for, for, for Argentina, and they, they won in the last minute. Apparently, amazing game that game. Which you know, it's going to be. It's, it's wherever that um, Diego Maradona's teams turn up, it's going to be party time because it'll. You know, he, he's going to be. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, imagine, imagine what that team talks mm-hmm. like. He's 
Well, before 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 Stephen Gately, he was the one who you actually associate with the phrase "cocktail of." When he got suspended in the '94 World Cup, they said he's suspended for a cocktail of. I thought that was quite a nice image. That, so they gave him his anabolic steroids with a little with a little, little umbrella, <laughs> yeah. little umbrella out the glass. zest of a lemon yeah. on top of it. There but they go. say in that when that World Cup where he came in and did that incredibly terrifying look to camera that actually he wasn't on anything. It was just it, 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 it was the, high on life. He was, he was, and uh, that he got banned for for some substances which he wasn't taking. It was never proven that. I saw Bob Wilson. I remember in one of the uh, highlight programs that week said. Uh, he said, I, I wouldn't have given him the hand of God, I'd have given him the hand of Bob. <laughs> <laughs> that would have, have taught him. Yeah, exactly. Bob Wilson is taking on Maradona. <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, but apparently Gerard's not going to play in the next game, I don't think, and neither is Torres, so we could all relax. They'll all be, they'll all be fit and fighting fit to... You mean um, the next international game, yes. not the next... Eight no, no, the next Liverpool calm. Game. There were people <laughs> jumping off uh, buildings. Um, uh, no, the next um, uh, meaningless international game that we're going to play. Um, Which is Belarus? Belarus, yeah. Well, yeah I'm, I'm magi- imagine Belarus, is, that's going to be a hell of a game, isn't it? I'm hoping so. I just like why, saying why Belarus. We, just why are we bothering? I mean, they, that, you know, they might as well just fly out a whole new squad and just play a completely... Because that's, that's what amazes me about these games, isn't it? Like, well, in, I think if they're going to one of these sort of Eastern European countries, they should just treat it like a big stag do, really. <laughs> Just have a I load think, to drink and then have a kick about. Oh, the end. don't I tell me they do. Don't tell me about. <laughs> yeah. Actually, this that's game, this game that's is the Gascoigne theory of. Um, <laughs> this game is at Wembley, though, isn't it? Just yes, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. so. I think so. Well, you know, you know, by the time you get out of the car park, it might you might as well have been to Belarus. So, um, in other international news, Hungary got through to the. the you didn't know this. Hungary got through to the semi-finals of the under twenties World Cup, mm. thanks Nemeth. to Christian. Yes, you didn't. You, you know. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> you are indeed the oracle. That's Christian Nemeth scored two goals. Did, did you see the highlights of that game? I haven't seen them. No, it no. was absolutely hilarious. There were four red cards. Four red. Uh, Italy got three red cards, and um, and he tried to. You could see the referee was thinking, "Oh, what have I done here? What have I done here? I've, I've sent two two Italians off. I better send a Hungarian off for an innocuous challenge. I'll send him off." And then and then another Italian does another terrible challenge, and he goes, "Oh, I'm going to send him off as well." So they're all traipsing off. There, there was a. I think there was something like eight players left on the on yeah. the. Um, do, you, do you remember when we played Barnsley and they had three sent off? It was in the ninety seven ninety eight season. It was April ninety eight. And um, we won. We won. We won. We won. We won. Really? Yeah, we won three I, two. I, I we won, no, it was so. close. It was close. But it was one of those games that you go to. Uh, Oak, this is at Oakwell, where you can actually tell the atmosphere changed almost like the flick of a switch, and you just suddenly I turned to the guy next to me and I said, "We're gonna die coming out of here." <laughs> and uh, it was one of the scariest escapes from a ground ever. Every but, car, would you have been beaten up by fans? Every or car got relaxed, and, washed um, players. There were three crowd invasions during the game, and the referee took all the players off at one point and then brought them back again. And only you to, remember s- only, only remember to send them off again. No, I don't remember no. that at all. Mm. Oh. I digress. <clears throat> anyway, uh, good news. It looks like Gillette's finally on his way out, even though he's been promising it for for, for months, y- nay, years. Is this the, um, Saudi, the Saudi prince? Yeah, well, yeah, one of his Saudi princes. Yeah. The mysterious but, Arabian hoving interview. But Hicks, I'm still uh, holding out for the Korean Robbie Williams, you see. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, Hicks apparently has said that he's not going to stand in the way of Gillette if he wants to leave. Apparently, that which is which is apparently all the news he was waiting for to to pack his um, uh, expensive briefcase uh, overnight bag and off and off he goes. So fingers crossed. We'll, we um, I, I really genuinely hope that happens at some point because we keep going on about it every week. Um, uh, other news: Man City are uh, interested in Yossi Benayoun. Apparently, it's one of these stories that's come out with Man City saying we'll be really interested and we're checking on we're checking on Yossi Benayoun. And then Yossi Benayoun's gone. Well, I don't want to go anywhere. I'm quite happy here. And Yossi Benayoun's agent saying, "Well, there's no there's no truth in that." And, and you think, well, where's that come from then? What, what, why? Is it a you know, contract it's not, negotiation. No, coming up? I, d- I don't think so. No, he's just he signed a new contract. I just think, well, what's the point of that? What? Who released that information? Was it his agent? Was it Man City? Uh, who? What? I think it's City. I think it's City. trying to destabilise. Why don't they just call, they just they call up and say That's what they do now? Do they? But now, do you see also in the papers um, at the weekend? It said Mascherano for Juventus as well. Mascherano. More bad news. Word on the street is Mascherano's not a happy bunny. Yeah. Because we didn't, we wouldn't let him go to Barcelona. Yeah. So, um, what happens then if Mascarano goes? We're in proper shit then, aren't we? Lucas has even more weight on his shoulders. I, but I think at the moment he's sort of irreplaceable as a as yeah. defensive midfielder. Well, they haven't got a replacement, but yeah. But um, the only person I could think who could possibly fill his boots is, uh, ironically, Sissoko, because Sissoko has been playing brilliantly for Juventus. So, it, well, you know, you could think of some sort of swap deal to bring you back again. Although it's the most ungainly player ever seen. Mm-hmm. But then Sissoko's house style was always take the ball off someone, then give it back give to them, then take it off. Like some sort of enthusiastic puppy. But, you know, he, he's fantastic at breaking up play. Mm. Uh, admittedly, and it, may be, your own, it, it may be your own play. And going, again, <laughs> again, again. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but he's been, he's been brilliant when he went to uh, Juve. So, uh, I, I, you know, if, it, if he is going to go, I, I would suggest a, a truck full of money and Sissoko in return. Because I, th- I just don't... Uh, defensively, in midfield, we're going to be in a terrible, terrible, terrible situation. Um, anybody any suggestions who else we could buy to fill that hole? Dietmar Harmon. Yeah. <laughs> Who could fill Mascarano's hole? Get him back from... Where is he now, Harmon? He's retired, He's retired. He's a free agent. He's on... Um, so he was commentating and going, anyone uh, need he's a older, player? He's older than me, though. That's, that, that, that's It'd be good, then, so then, I could, then we could say... Gillette, the best ham man can get. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We we, 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 we could, could do. do. Yeah. We could do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But fingers crossed. If he does come back, that Gillette's gone before you yeah, get the opportunity go, yeah. to say that again. Um, so, because we haven't got any pro- any 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 program, any um, <laughs> <laughs> any any games uh, any games to talk about today. Um, I thought what we would talk about was our um, uh, all time eleven, our our dream eleven. Um, and you can choose any players from any generation, and you don't have to. You know, they don't have to play together. It doesn't have to be any any particular thing. It can be all all better off. Then it obviously, quite clearly, needs to be eleven players on the pitch. But apart from that, you know, you can have you can have nine goalkeepers if you want, Gordon. Uh, um, I've got six. Right, well, six keepers. Yeah, yeah. Safety shall I, first. Shall I run you through? Why don't you run? Actually, you run you t- you run, run me through your one first, and then I can I can change mine uh, if I've forgotten anybody. <laughs> Is it, well, okay. Well, I'm, a difficult one. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna go for. I'm gonna give an honourable mention to uh, the likes of Chris Lawler and Ronnie Yates and Roger Hunt and Ian Callaghan because uh, I didn't see him with my own eyes okay. in the sixties. So. It, it doesn't matter. All better off. You can nah, I think. I think yeah, I know, but I mean, I could. You know, you might as well just say, oh well, Albert Stubbins. He was on the cover of S- Sergeant Pepper. 
So for that alone, he should be in, you know, Barry Newen Hayes or something like that. Because <laughs> he, he was of a South African. Well. I don't um, know. No, I'm going to go for Jamie Redknapp once on a sugar babe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. All right. So I'm going to go nice for. Nice work if you can get it. Four four two. <laughs> okay. Clemingo. Yeah. Got to be. At right back, Stevie Nichol. Right back, you gone for? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Center, center half, Alan Hansen, mm-hmm. and Sammy Hippier. Mm-hmm. And at left back, bit out of position, but he did play there. Mark Lawrenson. Barnes on the left. Yeah. Uh, Kenny and Sunes in the middle. So you see, you got you got put ugly. Stevie G on the yeah. right. Yeah. Just a fit, you know. You very good player on the right. Very yeah. good player. Yeah. Right, but, and up front. Rush and Fowler just edging Torres out. But <coughs> right, before we go any further, I, you can't have a Liverpool level all time without Kevin Keegan in the team. You just can't have it because we wouldn't be here now. Without Keegan, there would be none of this. There would be, without Keegan, there'd be no Dalglish. Without, without Dalglish, because, because, because Shankly and Keegan built this team. But with this club that we were, they, they were the foundation stones of the team, in my opinion. Do you not think? Well, Keegan was the second, was from the second great Shankly side. I mean, he came the first, the sides that won the league in '65 and the Cup in '66. St John and Hunt. Keegan came in. Keegan came in '71. He went to the set. He went. He actually attended the set, uh, the final against uh, Arsenal, and they lost in extra time when Arsenal won the double. And uh, Shankly saw Keegan crying after the game, and he thought, oh, this guy, I love this guy. He wasn't <laughs> even playing, he wasn't even involved, part of the squad, but he was crying. He thought that was amazing. And he's been carrying so, on crying uh, ever since. Exactly. He didn't realise, exactly, that's what he didn't realise. Uh, he's even he over just, an emotional just, character. It was just someone who just exactly done him in but the car with a mean? baseball bat or something. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? To me... He, he, him and Dalglish are the the two cornerstones of of Liverpool to me, and you know that that pinnacle, that point w- that Shankly got us to, which we've always tried to remain, you know, loyal to. That I just can't see how you can not have him in the team. But they are. Yeah, People could say that about well, Rush, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, you could say that about Michael Owen. You could say that about Torres. Not anymore. About no, you can't. Yeah, you but you say that. You about, can't talk about. Yeah, about but you talk about Keegan that. in the same way. Keegan, Keegan, when he left to Hamburg. I mean, he was baited in that um, Super Cup game the next season. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then when he went to Newcastle, he was given all the, oh, I wish I'd played, I wish they'd seen me at my prime, I wish I'd been here at my prime. He's, uh, you know, he, he doesn't endear himself, uh, I wouldn't say. I, I, uh, you, can't, you can't say, you can't put him in the same breath as, as um, Michael Owen because uh, he was captain of Liverpool and he didn't go and play for Manchester United. Any captain of Liverpool who goes to play for Manchester United to me, is 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 un, an unspeakable person. I mean, you know, and, and I, I genuinely have still have have a, a warmness um, uh, for Keegan. I think he was. If Man United came along and said, yeah. Look, "Ferguson's going," yeah, uh, Kevin, do you want to be manager? He'd be there like a shot. He'd love it. He'd love <laughs> it. He'd absolutely he'd love it. Love it. It's never going to happen, though, is it? No, it's never no. going to happen, obviously. No. And then he'd run the team into the ground just to... Oh, that's his point. Great. <laughs> but that's the He lost the league. Everybody, everybody laughs at Keegan as a manager, but you forget what amazing things he did for Newcastle, because Newcastle were like in the third tier of football, and then he took them to almost yeah, winning the championship. They were near the bottom of the second tier. Well, but, well but virtually. Yeah. And, and 
you know, he did it. He did an amazing job with them, and he did it with Fulham, and he did it with Man City. You know, he. I think, and then uh, he just is that kind of thing that's wonderful about him, and what motivates really average players is that emotional side to him. But and when when it comes down to it, that is going to be his Achilles heel every time. As a manager, I mean, we're getting a bit off topic, but uh, seeing as we're going there, I think we haven't got uh, any any games to uh, talk about. That's good. He's 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 a decent manager who did a good job there at Newcastle in particular through enthusiasm, through being a big personality, through inspiring the team. Tactics, though, not his thing. That's just you know. Yeah, but you can't you can't have gone up, you can't have got from nowhere to nearly winning the league without without not knowing anything about tactics. That just can't just can't be. It's not possible. Well, is it? I don't know. They didn't. Well, I don't know. They did. They didn't. They didn't play their game. They didn't change the way they played for anyone. Put it like that. They had one way of playing. That was it. Which was quite entertaining. Yeah, they were great. They were so endeared him to the fans. Gordon, let's move over to you for your for your eleven. My eleven. Well, I'm going to start with Ray Clements at the back between the sticks. Yeah, the back four, possibly a bit out of position. Carragher on the left. Ooh, although we did play like a season and a half there. He's done. He's done the entire back four and centre midfield. Um, Has Phil? he? Is that? Oh, oh, sorry, I said that's that. not a. a <laughs> sorry, I, I got was confused being lazy with my language there. Uh, Phil Neal and Sam Herpia as the centre backs. Phil Neal as the centre back. You swap him and carry Swap him and carry him. Too easy. All right. Jesus man. And uh, Emily Hughes at the back as well. Okay. And then um, midfield. Um, I've, I've squeezed in Yari Lippmanen because I thought he was a very entertaining wow. player. Yeah, but you, you never really got a chance. The problem with Yari Lippmanen is he was he was, he's, he was finished by the time he got to us. If he if you if you play him two years before he came to us, I'm like, I'll let you have that if you want. All right. Yeah, so yeah. when he wasn't playing <laughs> for Liverpool, yeah. just because he never got the chance, is that, you <laughs> might as well say, well, let's have Bob Boulder, <laughs> <laughs> who may have shone as Good well. Yes. Kendall Marsh, um, <laughs> Didi Harmon, because uh, when I saw. Liverpool play down at Chelsea. He was the only actual player on the pitch for Liverpool, so that was what stuck in my memory there. Stephen Gerrard, John Barnes, finishing the midfield quartet, and then up front Torres and Daglish. Now I had Robbie Fowler when I first came with the show. Yeah, I said, Robbie Fowler, my favourite player. <clears throat> However, Daglish uh, wins it because when I was seven or eight years old, he came to my local Asda in Southwood and Ferris wow. in Essex and signed my Liverpool uh, lampshade, and I think also my Star Wars lampshade, which he didn't need to do. Right. Well. The, uh, well, <laughs> as, as very, himself, people, very few people will know that actually. I think he like, signed it as uh, R2D2. Uh, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Who do you want me to be? Uh, oh, can you be the robot? Which one? The little <laughs> one or the gear one? You go on the little one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but passing people, resemblance. To people don't Mark know that Hamill, he, know. Was, he was the original voice of R2D2, <laughs> then they, they dubbed it over, apparently. With whistles and squeaks. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, mine's, mine's sort of, uh, sort of a, uh, a combination of the two of yours. I just put my fingers together there. Did you see that one? I just did that. Just very visual. Uh, Clements and Goal, obviously everybody goes for Clements and Goal. Although, you know, I would say a nod to Grobelar is the fact that Grobelar could save things that no other goalkeeper could say, but then he was likely to throw the ball in the back of his own net at the scene. Um, by accident or on purpose, goodness knows. But he was um, a character. He was indeed, yes. yes. Uh, don't no, none of us have gone for Elisha Scott. No, <laughs> no, well, I can, you know, I, I, you can't because you can't remember them at all. Uh, um, in fact, we, we should go to that. Um, our email. We've had an email, everybody. Uh, we'll, go, we'll, um, we'll go to that email in a minute. Uh, let me finish my, my team first. Uh, Rob Jones at right back. Hansen and Lawrenson. Now, I, that was, I was going to go for, for Hansen and Hippier, but I just think 
great pair. Uh, just, just uh, Lawrence's just can play the ball out a bit better and just got more. And they were a great pair. They really yeah, absolutely. were a great pair. Absolutely, that's amazing. And then not the greatest footballer in the world, but just, just for sentiment as much as anything else, Alan Kennedy on the left, uh, midfield. Um, I'm going four three three. By the way, I thought why not? Um, I've midfield of Sunes and Barnes. And it was McDermott, and I missed out Stephen Gerrard, <laughs> so I'm afraid, um, I'm afraid um, Terry McDermott's going to go back down to the bench. So it's um, Gerrard, Sunes and Barnes, up front, just in playing in the hole, um, Dalglish. Littman and R. Dalglish, and then <laughs> up front, Keegan, of course, Keegan and Torres up front together. Oh, imagine that, Keegan and Torres yeah. together. Yeah. Ooh. And then I've got a very rich bench. <laughs> Incredible. You I mean you think about the players that aren't on that list? Like Ian Rush is the top scorer mm. in the history of Liverpool Football Club, and he's not. He's, is he on any of our teams? He's in your team, isn't he? He's in my team. Your yeah. team, and he's not on two of our, t- our team. It's really difficult, isn't it? A Fowler, you know, um, Peter Beardsley didn't get mentioned on him. I mean, what a player Peter Beardsley was! Astonishing. Um, and Michael Owen course may well have been on there if he hadn't have signed for Manchester United he may well have been on um, heading it's kind of strange though because when I think of Peter Beardsley I, I go oh, yeah, he was briefly a Liverpool player but because he was for quite a lot of his career at Newcastle you, you sort of go oh yeah he was a oh, that, that team though with player. Barnes Barnes, and he had that Beardsley. voice that didn't sound like it was from uh, actually I, <laughs> I've, I've, I've actually been um, I haven't been published that many times in my life. But oh, actually, no, I recently had a, a letter in four four two. That's how oh, sad. I, I actually, uh, I actually was moved to write like a little, like a little boy. Like <laughs> um, because you ever, do you read four four two? You ever yeah, see right at the yeah, back? Yeah. They've yeah. got they've got exactly this. My top eleven right. normally like players I've played with or players yeah. I've played against. And Beardsley d- did one a few uh, months ago. It was he's the his, the best eleven of players he'd played with? Right. And I, I just wrote in to have a go at Beardsley because he'd clearly got such a chip on his shoulder that he was sold too early from Liverpool, which he was, but yeah. he's obviously got a chip on his shoulder about it because he, he only had Barnes was the only player he had, and he played him on the wow. greatest Liverpool sides ever, the 88 side. And he had players like uh, Mark Hottinger in, ahead of Steve Nicholl. Who's Mart Hottinger? He was a Swiss right back who played at Newcastle. Well, exactly. There you go. <coughs> uh, he had like, Rob just Lee. Like someone who and, invented uh, the printing. No, Rob, yeah, no, no, no Rob Lee. Rob, Rob, Rob Lee ahead. Man. Rob Lee's all right, but ahead of McMahon. And, no. and, 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 Come and uh, McMahon's you know, he's got. He had like uh, Andy Cole and Les Ferdinand ahead of Rush and and um, and Aldridge. And uh, anyway, there you go. It was a, a, well, a, little, right. a little bit odd. And did he get back to you? Uh, Beardsley hasn't yeah. got back to no, me yet, so I'm still, I'm still waiting Hold on. for it. That's for him on the phone now. Oh. Uh, there he is. Why I, Beardsley? Um, uh, the, 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 well, we had that email. Let's have that email. We've had, a, we've, had a, we've had an email, ladies and gentlemen. Do you want to read, do you want to read it? But bizarrely, if you... Um, what's the name, yeah, of, no, the, what's it's, the it's name of the gentleman? Well, I can't tell because this email, the way it is actually formatted, it does look like there's <laughs> another team below. <laughs> what's his with name? With regards in goal. Then he's gone for three at the back of Rodney, Simba... And Masarirambi. <laughs> then he's explain. got Apple Macintosh and certified technician. I remember technician. He was very good on the left. So to explain, this, this, this is his name Rod. I assume his name's Rodney. Rodney Simber. No, And what's what's happened is, it, is his signature to to his email address and to what he does for a living just looks like the formation mm. of a team. With regards as the goalkeeper. With regards as the goalkeeper. And Ventis Secundus up front. <laughs> Very good Italian player. <laughs> and it, does, it really does look like a... a, a when I first Secundus! 1-0! <laughs> 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 
<laughs> but just there, just um, if you just go above the um, mm. the beautiful formation there, yeah. and it's what is amazing, but it looks like a um, it's going to mm. it's going for three goals, three five two. Pay the rent, <laughs> and Macintosh does his shift. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> do you remember that? You remember that commentary? Yes. What what game was that? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Seventy four Cup final. Keegan. Was it? Yeah. Oh, Goals pay the rent and Keegan does his shift. <laughs> <laughs> what now what does Coleman mean by that? Even if you pay rent, <laughs> you don't do a shift. <laughs> Well, no, you do a shift to get your goals, I suppose, okay. don't you? I'd love to have said to that landlord, <laughs> I can't afford to pay <laughs> goals. Pay the rent. Go on, do give All us right, some... So Clement and goal. Clem- Clement and goal. As always. That's always, yeah. Neil Hansen, Hughes Kennedy. Assume he hasn't Neil, specified... Neil Hansen, Hughes Ken- He hasn't Kennedy. specified the Kennedy. It could be Kennedy A. <clears throat> yeah. I assume by left back he is Kennedy A, but it could have been Kennedy R or Kennedy M as well. Mark Kennedy, Kennedy, yeah, he'll be in everybody. He'll be, he'll be, he'll be yeah. likely to be in everybody's yeah. eleven. He's got Barnes, slightly yeah. out of position, I think, on the right. Yeah, uh, but yeah, great player, can play anywhere. Alonso, I think he's, I think he's, uh, he's a young pup. Yeah, like, he's trying to have a go at it. Good well, player, though. yeah, Stevie G, yeah, and then Billy Little. So maybe, <laughs> <laughs> maybe and optimistically, Aquilana. Aquilana. And then uh, Dalglish and Torres. I'd like to see Billy Little and Torres take the field together. Would that be and, and Billy Little in his long shorts and his mm. hobnail boots. It's the Brewer Queen, I like. It. It, well, it's difficult, isn't it? Because it's quite clearly if you've if you've seen Alonso live, you're mm. very unlikely. If to, uh, when you work for, and you when you're a technician for Apple, it's mm. unlikely that you've seen um, Billy Little and, and funny, Alonso uh, together in the same. Emily Hughes story. Um, so I did this when uh, when you join the BBC, you have to do these like um, legal courses and whatever right. about what you can and can't say and checking stuff out um, if you're using real people interviews and whatever. Hmm. And they showed this clip from a program called Match of the Seventies. Yeah, and it was this. Um, it was. Do you remember the? I'm sure you do remember the '77 FA Cup semi-final. Yes. When um, uh, what's his name? Um, Clive Thomas um, disallowed the goal, yeah, yeah. which Evertonians still go on still about. Going, uh, and uh, and Emily Hughes is on it, and he goes, oh, "I was on a, I was on a, I was on a, a holiday year twenty years later with him." And I said to him, "Oh, that, that day, do you remember that day?" And he said, "Oh, Emily, oh, I made a mistake that day, didn't I?" And and the next, and I remembered this the next week at the end of the next uh, episode, the seventy eight episode, they had an apology. To, to, to Clive Thomas. Why? Because, and, and then the referee, so what happened was he'd complained. Right. And so, of course, the producers got in touch with Emily and said, look, uh, he's complained, so this isn't true. Uh, would you, you know, would you verify this, whatever you? And he said, nah, I made it up. <laughs> Just thought, <laughs> yes, no, I thought it'd sound funny. This sounds a lot so, like good. Cliff Richard being awarded the Eurovision Song Contest 20 years after he'd lost it on a technicality. It's the same story, isn't it? Don't know, but there you go, Emily just made it up. Just made it up. And so the, to the producer, so this was the thing. So, the, so, the, so they were basically saying in this course, look, don't just take someone's word for it. Don't say, take Emily Hughes' say, word well, for it. Exactly. Say, uh, you know, w- you said it. Will you back it up in court? Because <laughs> if you just made it up, probably best uh, leave That's it off. Slight, it's it's ex footballers bending the truth. Come on. Um, what else we're going to do today? We're going to do um, innovations because uh, last week. Um, we were, we're talking about this as, as we were leaving. After, uh, as always, the best stuff always happens when we turn the mics off. We're talking about <laughs> innovations, about um, what we would do to 
football or, or, or football related items that we've had to come up with. One of the innovations I, I wanted to talk about was because um, I did this um, uh, television program for Sky called um, Premier League All Stars. I don't really watched it, guys. It's brilliant. Um, <clears throat> and uh, it was a kind of one of these pro celebrity football things. So you had uh, aging footballers. And you had celebrities, and then you also had real fans who qualified to play the game and stuff. And then we also we it was a bit like the match, but better. Um, they're bringing that back, and they're not bringing this back. Don't really know why. Um, and uh, one of the innovations they had was the, the thing called a power play. And the last minute of every uh, of the match, that's my I've listed power play. Have you really? What, what's your la- take la- on the power the, play? The, well, we we did it, and it was brilliant. Last minute of uh, last minute of the first half, last minute of the second half, right. any any goal scored um, uh, equals two. So what happens is that they went... But then Alex Ferguson just keeps the game going, doesn't <laughs> yeah. he? I, I, I've seen a flaw in this. <laughs> but every... every so you, 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 the, the power play music had start and the goals had light up and everything. And everybody went hell for leather. They were all knackered anyway because they're all elderly fat men. But they all went hell for leather and stuff. And he had one game. It was a ridiculous game. Middlesbrough playing against someone who... Have, and, it, and the Middlesbrough were losing. And then they scored two goals in the power play and they won 4-1. It was just amazing. Excellent. It was brilliant. So I think you should bring just in the like, but not necessarily in the in the um, in the league, but in like the milk cup or something. You know, bring you do do something do something. I just like the idea of the goals lighting up for the last yeah. few minutes. Well, it's coming, mate. Fun. I tell you, it's yeah. coming. And what was interesting about that like is that Tron. is that for all the different changes, rule changes, and all the kind of funny pitch we'd made and all this, that we they, everything had to be cleared through the FA and the uh, and the Premier League and all that. And um, they, you know, they wouldn't let us have cameras on the line and all that stuff in case, you know, it, it seemed as though that they were endorsing using cam, you know, using logical technology. <laughs> um, and but, but they actually agreed for us to do do this power play thing because they thought, oh, that's quite an exciting idea. That's a, See, so I you know, the power play either no offside rule or <clears> just blindfold the officials for a few minutes. I well, well, that might be a different the, sort of power. <laughs> <laughs> the um, the no offside rule. I, I think you just end up having a completely different set of of game of football then because you just get some enormous blokes stood on the goal line for the whole match and then you just hoof the ball a bit like what Watford used to play just you just <laughs> hoof the ball up to these enormous men who just try and bundle the ball in the goal all the time I would imagine I don't I don't know I'd turn to you Oracle what would happen I'm not I'm not a fan of this I've got to say <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't, really, I don't want to be all serious. <laughs> the truth is, though, it's a it's a it's a lovely sport, football. Yeah. Why do we need to ruin it? You know. But no, but the blindfolded refs. Are you blind ref? Temporarily, that's the rule. Yes, I am. <laughs> no, they, they, the, the amazing thing is with football is just how many times you do get late late goals. Hmm. I mean, if you think about it, like you're like you, Man United uh, get a lot. Well, as I say, you think about the horrendous. Like, barely think about the uh, n- 1999 European Cup final, hmm. but. Um, so hang on, Man United would have won that game. It would have been Bayern Munich one, Man U four. Hmm. Well, that hmm. would, that would yeah. have been preposterous. They wouldn't have needed the second one actually, because then, that, you know, then already, yeah. Bayern Munich playing. would have tried to get up the other end to try and get it to become three. But I like the idea well, of you, the flurry of chaos. You see already? Yeah, are you turning now? You see, it's, it's no, exciting, isn't it? I don't like it. It's exciting, and and I wouldn't do it for the main, but I'd just do it for like you know the Worthington Milk Cup or whatever they're calling it these days, just for that, or you know, you know, just or now the other thing I want to do, which everybody will say, well, you can't do that. You're not allowed to do that because of FIFA. I think the Scottish teams 
and English teams should play in the in the league stroke milk stroke whatever it's called cup because because then it would give it some actual meaning because at the moment it's just a complete waste of time where it's the only time that any of your youngsters get to play but but if we if you if you you know you've had the opportunity to play Celtic at Celtic Park but be, be that would be an exciting competition wouldn't it mm. would it not yeah I don't know I, I think that's that past is... then is that past <laughs> unanimous yes go on then. Right, so that English fans can go abroad to watch the odd game <laughs> well, no, up to, no, up to well, Glasgow. Well, because no matter what you say, it's it's only a matter of time before... What about the Welsh teams? Because I'd love to see something there like aren't you know, any Man Welsh United teams. Airbus. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's only a matter of time before Celtic and Rangers come into the Premier League. It's only nah, a matter of Well, they were talking the other day on Five Live about how they were interested in starting in the Ryman League just to work their way but, up the but pyramid. It, it's, but it's what only a matter of time. Yeah, I'd love to see that. Take it love, on Dagenham yeah. and Redbridge. Wormwood versus Celtic. <laughs> but but if, you, if you think about it, if, if um, Liverpool, Arsenal, Man United, Chelsea, uh, but whoever, Villa, uh, Man City, all say, right, we want this to happen... And then they and they go to the Premier League. Oh, the Premier League! Go, oh no, we can't have that to happen. I can't. Don't, don't, don't want that to happen. We're saying, well, we want it to happen. We're going to start our own league unless you get me put selling Rangers in. They'll go, but they don't want them. Oh, they, yes, they do they, want they, them. Of course what, they do. Do they? And yeah. I think that, do you know what? Because they're not joking. To bring into the league. I think they would be. They'd rather play them they than would, bloody Bolton. I don't know. They'd get relegated, but they'd be right down the bottom. Um, well, they, they they would do initially, but then then when with the money, money when the money, the money came right. on stream, yeah. I don't think they would. And you know, players would like to you know, play, I'd like to see Liverpool going playing against uh, Liverpool against Rangers. I don't want a European league, God forbid, no. But I think certainly Rangers, and also it'd be a shot in the arm for Scottish football as well. I, I think, think more we, might, we might be asking a bit too much of these Saudi princes to go that far north because they do <laughs> feel the cold. Mm-hmm. I think oh. you've got more chance of the um, Max talks about Atlantic League. Oh, I hope so you not. take all the uh, all the kind of the good teams from the rubbish leagues. So you have basically Rangers uh, and Celtic and Ajax and Eindhoven, uh, PSV Feyenoord and maybe Lyon and you know and um, Anderlecht <coughs> or something. See what's wrong about that? What's wrong Tenerife. also? Tenerife. <laughs> Tenerife. Um, Tenerife what, um, what, what's what's wrong about the European League is that European football should be special. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, it's like naked women all the time. Mm-hmm. It gets boring. What you want is a little bit of mystery. You know, <laughs> I think I think you know you need you need a, a you need you need Liverpool playing Rangers to be a special t- a special. Mm-hmm. Belie- if you're doing it week in week out, this mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. just becomes mm-hmm. ordinary and not, mm-hmm. not interesting. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Other innovations. I, I thought of the in Aussie rules style behinds, whereas if you don't get a goal but you do get a corner, you're awarded maybe a fraction of a goal, say a fifth. Your ideas are terrible. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Just to have those two judges, uh, again, this is a visual yeah. thing, but that whole thing where they go, that's a goal, that's not quite a goal, and they do that little dance. Well, they did, they did that in the, um, in the, what was it called? What's this new tin pot Euro- 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 European League, League call now? The new Euro, Euro League, or whatever they're calling it. They, had, they, had, they had six six officials on the pitch, didn't they, at mm. one stage? So, they, so that, again, they're leaning towards that, so you're not, you're not a million miles away. Um... Um, Ashley, your innovations, please. Is it serious or? Uh, it doesn't have, have to be it? serious. It can be stupid. No, I, I, there was. I mean, talking, <laughs> I'm not set to it particularly hot. <laughs> yeah. No, really oh, serious. Lads. I'd like to. I would. I mean, you know, suddenly getting really serious. I'd like to see quite a few changes to actually try and even it out a bit. I think they should go back to splitting the gate. 
home and away yeah right so that actually uh so the so by having a whopping big stadium doesn't necessarily advantage you yeah i think the merchandise should be split in a kind of socialist way as well mm. so that, um that's what happens in america so basically all so the profit from selling united shirts gets split evenly among all the clubs right um i think that would be a, a good a start idea. Yeah. good good start uh to begin with um however Yes. <clears throat> no, we were talking last week. I, 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 this isn't like an innovation in the game. It's just an, an idea I had. No, maybe it's I should say ma- it's a money making money making idea for Liverpool. Maybe I should yep. uh, shouldn't say it out loud. So I could I could have some. Cut Sorry, nobody's it. listening. It's fine. But I uh, <laughs> no, I had the idea of having a, a Liverpool cemetery that they could have. Every club has its own cemetery, and that you pay to get buried. In like you know, like Jan Mulvey does the officiates, <laughs> and uh, they play you never walk alone. You get like a Liverpool coffin, and the great thing, you know you have like a Jewish section as well, and you have a uh, Abby, Abby Cohen section. Exactly, Abby, uh, we have Abby Cohen, and and no, but Abby Cohen and Ronnie Rosenthal <laughs> yes. come out and officiate. They kind of play play the rabbi rabbinical roles, um, and, and Yossi Benyamin. Yossi Benyamin, well. of course, um, but uh, quite a few Jewish players, and um, you know the Hindu section, a Muslim section, whatever, but. Um, you know, it's a great idea, and you can have some. You have a crem- uh, cremation or burial plot. See, what I got excited about is then the headstones are going to be. You can have them. You could have your n- number on the back, mm-hmm. couldn't you? You mm-hmm. could have you know, buried in the shirt. And, yeah, you know. Manaman written across yeah. the top. Because the thing because they don't. Cause in all seriousness, they don't like anymore all this. Um, you know, people used to say, oh, you know, they want their dad uh, cremated in the ashes on the pitch, and, hmm. and they had to stop it at like Rangers because they said there were just so many ashes on the right. pitch. They uh, it was ruining the grass. So. Well, I just thought you when you do, you could have the um, the gravestones, but you could put them in different formations. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but they, I mean, I you know, I, I think you should go. You should go to um, uh, the the Saudi prince when he comes on board yeah. and suggest that because a lot. It's funny enough, a lot of um, uh, Arab and Sa- Saudis own a lot of the funeral um, companies oh, in this go. country. They it so, could all pan out. Real there. estate in Saudi Arabia yeah. that at the moment is just desert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we certainly t- turn that into an enormous cemetery. Well, it could all pan well, out. Of course, the shifting sands would. Mm. Eventually mm. reveal the coffins. Hmm. That's not going to work, is it? No, it's not going to work. You, get, uh, you add that to your list of things that aren't going to work. It's getting quite long. This list. Um, w- would you suggest also a salary cap as a sensible thing to do? I don't know about salary. I think. I think. An inc- I think what they need to do is introduce a. We've suddenly gone serious again. No, uh, they need to have a some a some kind of correlation between the income of a club. And the outgoing of a club. I, I, I am exa- exactly. You mean balance your books like a business? No, no, no. So that, so that you <laughs> don't just have a guy come along and go. I'm using my own personal money. Please, 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 sir. Can I can I say something? Because I had this idea, which uh, I dreamt about this idea, and I think it's a really good idea. I you think dreamt the idea. I dreamt the that's idea. Great. That's like Paul McCartney uh, no, dreamt I yesterday. Yeah, woke yeah. Up. And I woke up in the night and thought that's a brilliant idea. If only I was come the revolution, I'll be in charge of this. Um, was the was a kind of version of the draft system. They have it in American football. So um, the teams at the bottom are, are you know, you basically it's a, it's a salary cap or, or a spending cap. So you, the teams at the bottom are allowed to spend X amount of money on their team for the next season, and the teams at the top are not allowed to spend any money on their teams. And so and, and as it, it goes in incrementally um, upwards, because then then it is a real level playing field. Then and it also will encourage teams to bring players through their system as well. So you're not going to have you know if Man City uh, finished towards the top, they can't spend all that mm. billions and billions of pounds. Because all that billions and billions of pounds, it will be spent on Bolton when they stay up um, by a fraction, and then you know the, the league will then 
go up and down and actually well, there'll be different winners every couple of years well they probably they probably they probably will be to a certain degree but then the the decent managers and decent decent exactly. coaches then and decent a, uh, exactly. would then it be it's a good it's idea test, isn't it yeah. you see i should sleep more often but so also, I think uh, in America this happens that if a team's having a real stinking season, they go, I tell you what, let's just stop trying and we'll get some really good players next year. The draft is done on some kind of lottery. And also, they, they swapped the draft picks as well. Well, they, they trade the picks. They trade yeah, the picks. Trade you go, like, I'll, I'll, you give us. Um, you you give us Fernando Torres and you get our first pick for the next ten years. Yeah, it'd be a great idea though if 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 it is exactly like America and. Uh, you you reward the team who came bottom with getting picks from people who've come out of university. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be no good at all. That'd be no good at from all. The that, yeah, from the collegiate system. So suddenly, Drunk, instead of getting really over-educated good, wallies. Yeah, exactly. So so instead our of engineer, getting, our engineer could be playing for Chelsea next season. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> no, instead of, so you've come bottom. Uh, we reward instead of getting Fernando Torres, you're getting some bloke who read media studies at Loughborough. <laughs> <laughs> but, he's, uh, but, it, but he's lively. <laughs> At two in the afternoon <laughs> when he's woken up. Yeah. Um, so the, the, uh, we better talk about a match that we're going to be having uh, shortly. Um, is that enough of your innovations now? Any more innovations you've got? Um, I, I had an innovation that's not entirely connected to football. God but, I, but it's sport Ball related. Go on, it's sport, sport related. So I really want to abolish... I, you know what phrase I hate? People say... It's partly because I don't like cricket. Right. Um, so apologies to anyone who likes cricket. You know when people die and they say, oh, he had a really good innings. Yeah. And I don't like cricket no, at all. I, I, like, I like snooker. <laughs> and I want people to, really when brain. I die, I want people to say, oh, but he died. But you know what? He, he made a really good break. <laughs> and, 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 you know, he reached, he reached, he reached 95 yeah. and Tony Mio now needs snookers. <laughs> I tell you <laughs> Lovely what, break tell building. You, honestly, he's had a, he's practically a 147, that lad, I tell you. I tell you. He, that is, he's lovely break. Yeah. There you go. Anyway, so that's, that's an innovation. I'll, that, well, I'll, I'll take that to heart. I'll be using that from now on. Um, our next game is Sunderland away on Saturday at three o'clock. Saturday at three o'clock. What? How weird's that? That's an innovation. Um, and um, it's got commentary on Talk Sport. I, no- I noticed today, which is even more worrying. Um, uh, so, what's the oh, score okay. there? How, how are we going to do then? That's what's a tough game. That I think it's uh, a really tough man, game. My man bent. Yeah, I, yeah, depends. Torres, Gerard, I don't know, and, and <coughs> thinking as well enough. about the European Cup game, the Leon game, and the so Manchester game on his own up front. Yeah, it, well, he Ooh. didn't get on, did he, against England? He was on the bench. Yeah, yeah. didn't need him. He's kept out by Shevchenko. That's <laughs> worrying, isn't it? It's yeah, didn't uh, need his lightning pace. Um, I, I, I worry about that game. I really do. I, that, that to me, that's got a draw written all over it. And then, um, then we go into Leon. I think we'll beat Leon at home. Um, and then, um, well, we can't talk about that because we've got to talk about that. And then that, that's on, that's the day that's after our next yeah. podcast. So, um, um, and then we can also um, um, swear loudly at Michael Owen because that I, my I, new the game first time I ever went to Sunderland, I yeah. was on the. You go to. Um, I got there. I must have gone on the train, and I'd gone. Yeah, I'd gone to Newcastle. That's how you get there. And then there's connecting yeah, the yeah. train from Newcastle to Sunderland. Sunderland, and this this real old boy who. Uh, uh, sat down next to me and he, he said to me he said, remember he said to me I'll, I'll tell you where to go lad he said for, for, y- for your drinkables and your eatables <laughs> <laughs> great phrase <laughs> your drinkables and eatables <laughs> and did you take his advice 
I didn't, but I mean, oh. that is, but that's a great, I don't know, is that, is that, is that a common? That some of the pubs and restaurants in, in, in Sunderland don't <laughs> sell edible or consumable no, liquids. Is that, is, that a, uh, is, is that a kind of weird side phrase? I don't it's know. weird, it's one of those weird things, and this is, this is completely irrelevant. But I remember there was a, there was a, <clears throat> a shop, a kind of 50p shop in Sheffield, when I used to live in Sheffield, which um, had a sign above it, which is long gone by the, the, the thing, and it said Egg Bar. And it's always stuck with me now. What is an egg bar? Uh, Mr. Egg in Birmingham might be the same thing. Mr. There is egg. A takeaway yeah, there in isn't, the there Arcadian is Centre, yeah. which should be the playground Mr. of the egg. gods. It isn't. It's a cinema and a couple of shops. And Mr. Egg was really popular because mm. you've got all these takeaway options kebab, burger, all around the four or five pound mark. Egg sandwich, 90p. Very wow. popular with drunks. Lovely. Um, I think on that bombshell, we better wind up because our. Um, I think our engineer has got um, young girls to go and um, deal with. Um, well, thank you very much, gentlemen, and um, hopefully I will see you again um, when we've got an exciting match uh, to get over, and hopefully it won't have been a draw, and um, we can look forward to our, our fabulous um, European uh, match. Now, um, listener, if you want to get in touch with us, um, do you can do by Twitter, LFC Life and Death, or on the email. If you've got any innovations or if you want to send us your, your um, all-time top 11, Please do, because we can bore you senselessly with that uh, next week as well. So it's lifeanddeath at playbackmedia.co.uk. And um, I'd like to thank you very much for listening. And uh, I'll see you next week. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. This podcast is a Playback Media production.